This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog, Zelma on Insurance. Today we're going to explain why an imperfect investigation is not bad faith, and why if an insurer pays the limit of its policy after an appraisal award, did not breach the covenant of good faith and fair dealing, because even a poor claims investigation is not and cannot be used as proof of committing the tort of bad faith. Washington Street LLC appealed a district court order granting summary judgment to Nationwide Property and Casualty Insurance Company, which ended Washington Street's claims that Nationwide proceeded in bad faith in delaying claim payments following a fire that damaged Washington Street's property. In Washington Street LLC versus Nationwide, a September 13, 2023 decision of the Third Circuit Court of Appeals, the Third Circuit resolved the dispute. In July of 2019, a fire caused by a tenant's negligence destroyed an apartment building owned by Washington Street. Washington Street promptly submitted a claim for recovery to its insurer nationwide. Some six weeks later, in September of 2019, Nationwide provided an initial claim estimate and payment after Washington Street's attorney complained about the pace of the investigation. That initial payment, $376,342.95, was as Nationwide acknowledged incomplete as it was subject to change based on additional repairs or damage found. In October of 2019, Washington Street provided estimates for repairs not covered in Nationwide's initial report. Nationwide reviewed those estimates and hired a consultant to review the entire project. The consultant completed his assessment in January of 2020, estimating the total cost of repairs to be $635,898.86 after which Nationwide paid an additional $208,555.91, an amount the parties accepted as bringing the total payments to $584,907.68. Washington Street was dissatisfied with the amount and demanded an impartial appraisal of the total loss. Nationwide cooperated by hiring an appraiser, Washington Street also hired an appraiser, and the two appraisers appointed an umpire to resolve any disagreements. In November of 2020, the umpire entered an award for Washington Street of $859,670.03 for dwelling loss, $7,720.05 for business personal property, $35,306.40 for debris removal and $74,200 for loss of income. The total amount exceeded Washington Street's policy limit of $854,700 for dwelling loss, $60,000 for business income, and $25,000 for debris removal, and Nationwide paid the full policy amount. During the appraisal on June 3, 2020, Nationwide filed a subrogation lawsuit against the tenant who had negligently caused the fire. The subrogation investigation began in July of 2019, but 
nationwide did not inform Washington Street of the lawsuit until January 14 of 2021. Eventually, Nationwide obtained a settlement that resulted in Washington Street receiving an additional $15,000, an amount Washington Street described as, quote, fair and acceptable, close quote. Washington Street, regardless, sued. After discovery, Nationwide moved for summary judgment and the district court granted it. The court held that Nationwide's handling of Washington Street's claim was, quote, by no means a model of perfection, close quote, but it did not constitute bad faith. Washington Street claimed that Nationwide demonstrated bad faith by delaying six weeks to make its first partial payout. Failing to make further estimates until Washington Street pressed for progress, hiring a building consultant for the alleged purpose of further delaying the process, making a still-deficient payment six months after the fire, knowingly misrepresenting its appraisal policy, delaying its policy reformation request, and filing its subrogation action prematurely. The state of Pennsylvania provides a statutory remedy if an insurer acts in bad faith towards the insurer. Bad faith requires evidence so clear, direct, weighty, and convincing as to enable a clear conviction without hesitation about whether or not the defendants acted in bad faith. At the summary judgment stage, the insured's burden in opposing summary judgment brought by the insurer is commensurately high because the court must view the evidence presented in light of the substantive evidentiary burden at trial. Nationwide promptly investigated Washington Street's claim, and its claim specialist visited the burned building soon after the site was deemed safe. So, too, Nationwide's delay of six weeks in providing the first payment appears reasonable. On August 26, 2019, the claim specialist wrote, The fact is that it is a large building, and although I have spent days estimating, it has been a slow process. Nationwide's first payment included a detailed estimate of property damage that was admittedly under-inclusive and left the door open for Washington Street to submit further estimates once repairs got underway. Washington Street did not initiate any repairs, however. The district court noted Nationwide probably could have been more diligent, but that doesn't mean that Nationwide's pace of review was unreasonable, much less that it showed a disregard for Washington Street's contractual rights. Therefore, Washington Street did not show by any clear and convincing evidence the applicable standard of proof that Nationwide acted in bad faith in processing Washington Street's insurance claim. In my opinion, the tort of bad faith requires a breach of contract by an insurer that provides clear, direct, waiting, and convincing evidence sufficient to enable a clear conviction without hesitation that the insurer acted in bad faith. The evidence did not exist to establish the required clear and convincing evidence of wrongdoing. It only reflected a 
difficult claim that took time and expertise to resolve. This video was adapted from my blog, Zalma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the URL zalma.com slash blog. You can subscribe to the blog and have access to uh, all blog posts in usually five, sometimes six a week, and all of the 4,600 or more blog postings. You can subscribe to the blog. You can also subscribe to the free videos at rumble.com or at youtube.com. And if you found these videos and blog postings to be useful, please tell your friends and colleagues about the blog and the videos and let them subscribe. And if you wish further detail in insurance, insurance law, insurance claims, and insurance fraud, please consider for a very small fee subscribing to my Substack publications or my Locals community. Thank you for your attention.